last week, uh, last Sunday, Pastor taught us such a powerful message uh, about eyes that see. All those of you who were there, I'm sure you can remember it uh, vividly. It was, I mean, it was, last Sunday was, there was a shift, and the, the service was incredible. Uh, he spoke on Genesis 3, 9, uh, uh, talking about how certain uh, purpose to blinden uh, uh, Adam and Eve. And we, he exp expounded it so clearly that sin creates a destruction. And therefore, when Satan, uh, 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 when Satan uh, lied, he opened the eyes of Adam and Eve to see their natural condition. And because they saw their natural condition, they departed from living the life of the spirit. And therefore, what he did, he blinded them from the ultimate life of the spirit. Because now, he offered them an life, the life of the natural. The scripture says that when they saw, when their eyes were open, when they ate the fruit, they saw that the fruit, they were naked, isn't it? So he opened their eyes to a lower life and, de and distracted them from the higher life of the spirit. And that's what sin does. Once you get focused and interested in that life that may look glamorous momentarily, then what it does is that it detours us from the higher life of the spirit. And the enemy's plan is always to keep us in the natural realm so that we miss out on God's divine plan. He, his aim, he aims at destinies of individuals, institutions, and nations. So he's not only working against you. He's working against institutions. That's why we would see chaos in many institutions, in schools, in you name them. But he's also aiming at nations. Why? Because God has a definite purpose for each nation. So if you go with me to Acts 17:26, then we, we uh, briefly look at the plan of God for nations. Acts 17, we read uh, verse 26 says, I'm reading in the Amplified, you have it, but I think any version will do, but I'm in the Amplified. Acts 17, 26 says, talking about God, and he made from one common origin, one source, one blood, all nations of men to settle on the face of the earth, have, having definitely determined their allotted periods of time and the fixed boundaries of their habitation, their settlements, their lands, and their abodes. So we see clearly here, God never just created man and sent them. Go wherever you want to go. He has, scripture says clearly, he allotted their periods of time and their fixed boundaries of habitation, their settlements, their lands, and their abodes. He's already made that plan clearly. Really like the scripture in Ephesians 2.10 that talks about that God has already pre predestined, 
prepared and made ready the parts that we should take. And then in the Amplified, it adds that in that life, we are living a good life because it's God who has prepared it. And we know God is a good God. So everything he does is good. And then it says in verse 7, so that they should seek God in the hope that they might feel after him and find him, although he is not far from each, each one of us. For in him we live and move and have our being, as even some of your own poets have said, for we are also his offspring. So what we are seeing in this scripture is that God has a definite purpose even for the nation of Kenya. That's where you will find uh, boundaries, maps. If you look at the map of whichever continent you look at, you will see there are boundaries. And the battle between nations is for boundaries. And the boundaries have been well demarcated by God because how come there is a map with boundaries? If, there, if God never meant there, it to have boundaries, then we would have flat continents. So people mingle. We would have been probably good. There are no visas and there are no, you know, you just want to feel like moving here and there, but it's God's plan. Matthew 6.10, which I think we've already prayed, says that your kingdom come, your will be done. God, I'm sure, has a divine purpose for the nation of Kenya. But sin has blinded men and women in our nation and thereby corrupted the nation and detoured it from God's will. I mean, we, don't, we could sit here all night describing what doesn't work. However, that won't help us. We are here to uh, declare the will of God. Because that's why he's, he told us, pray that my kingdom come. So our call as the church is to pray for the kingdom of God to come and turn around that which we know is not working correctly and believe that we as ministers of the word of God, we are making the confessions that will align the nation to its calling. So if you turn with me to Jeremiah 8.22, as you're turning there, the scripture in 1 Corinthians 14.33 says clearly, God is not of confusion. I know the scripture say, uh, writes that God is not the author of confusion, but it's in italics, the author of. So clearly, the, the, the original was that God is not of confusion. So when God demarcates and appoints a nation, uh, he gives it a purpose because any, anything that has no purpose is confusion. If we came here for a prayer meeting and there was no order, we, some might end up not praying, Others might end up wondering, and where are we here? So that's not God. God is not of confusion. Jeremiah 8, 20, uh, 22 says, you have it there. Uh, is there no balm in Gilead? Is there no physician there? Uh, let's call Gilead Kenya. Is there no balm in Kenya? Is there no physician there? Why then is not the health of the daughter of my people restored? Because Zion no longer enjoyed the presence of the great physician, who we know who it is. The greatest physician is Jesus Christ, our Lord. So the scripture here is telling us, 
in this nation that we want, we, are, we, we want to believe for the will of God to be formed, something must happen for us to see a turnaround. At the moment, we are thanking God that there is some uh, a good governance, uh, I mean, a governance. You know, good or bad is very subjective depending on where you're standing. At least there is a ruling government. We are not like some other nations. <laughs> there is a government. There is some form of order. There is some things that are happening. At least we can meet here and worship the Lord together. So we are not saying that it's, it's, uh, it's terrible. But what we are saying is that there, we know there is a higher level that this nation should be. And that's what we are believing God for. So the Bible is saying, is there no uh, a balm in Gilead? What is the balm for? It's for the healing of the nation. And, 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 and the scripture is, is telling us here, God expects every nation to be healthy, morally, and economically. Because when a nation is healthy morally, then there is order. When there is order, then there, there, uh, obviously there will be economic health of the nation. However, this is dependent on how that nation honors God. For a nation to be healthy morally and economically, the, the key is how does that nation honor God? When God is honored, his presence indwells the nation. That means there is healing in the nation because the great physician is reverenced and honored and given his kingship. He has a seat of authority in that nation. So when God indwells a nation, when the presence of the Lord indwells the nation, then you'll see things are orderly. You won't find all the things that we are believing God to change. Kenyans, I know very well. They are skillful people. They are highly educated people. They are so experienced. They are sought after out there. Kenyans are. So the question is, how come they are, that that they carry and possess is not showing effectively in our nation? So we, then we go back to what are we lacking? And I believe what we are lacking is the presence of the Lord. If you move over, stand to Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24. Let's see what the scripture tells us there. Jeremiah 9, 23 and 24. It says that, Thus says the Lord, Let not the wise and skillful person glory and boast in his wisdom and skill. Let not the mighty and powerful person glory and boast in his strength and power. Let not the person who is rich in physical gratification and earthly wealth glory and boast in his temporal satisfactions and earthly riches. But this is what the Lord is saying. I say that Kenyans are very learned people. They have the knowledge. I mean, look at the technical things they come up with. Who would ever have thought that we didn't need to travel to take sugar to your mother? I mean, I remember when I started working, every other two weekends I had to travel to take something to my mother. Now you just impersa. For me, that's still an amazing technology. And I know there are many other technologies that I don't know. Because <laughs> I'm quite analog. 
but I'm saying that Kenyans are gifted. Therefore, we have what it takes to carry the nation and to prosper the nation and to thrust the people of this nation from the poverty that people have declined into. But listen to what the Lord is saying. He's saying that it doesn't take all that. What does it take? Verse, verse 24. But let him who glory, who glories, glory in this, that he understands and knows me personally and practically. So what should be the pursuit of the nation, of the people of this nation? Is to know God, is to understand God personally and at a practical level. Because we cannot be, be saying uh, God is good. Because that became a national anthem, wherever you go. God is good all the time. All the time, God is good. And it doesn't ma mean much because there isn't the practical application of what that statement is. And so it says that, that they know me personally and practically, directly discerning and recognizing my character. What is the character of God? God is holy. So once we recognize that God is holy, then we live holy lives. Because that's God's nature. That's his character. That I am the Lord who practices loving kindness judgment and righteousness in the earth for in these things i delight says the lord so our pursuit is to understand the character of this holy god whose holiness encompasses loving kindness and it encompasses judgment and righteousness in the earth that's all god is asking us when he's telling us in fact i like what we've been confessing and saying lord show us your glory you know, we can interpret it to mean all the money and all the vehicles. No, but this is clearly explained here. Lord, show me your glory. And God is saying, this is my glory. Know me. Understand me. Recognize my nature and my character and let it be formed within you so that you start expressing that glory in your personal life. Amen. So we want to believe God that as much as the skill and the strength and the technical knowledge and all experiences that the nation of Kenya has, that we, 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 we are, want to believe God that turn your people to the key thing. Because once you possess the key thing, then you remember what scripture says, seek ye my kingdom and my righteousness, then everything else will be added unto you. So we, th there is a, an element of people seeking for these other things, and then the key thing is the last priority. So we have our priorities wrong. When I say we, I don't mean you and me and you. I'm talking, we are generalizing about the nation. So because we are praying to bring the, the nation where it is. So don't say I condemned you and I called you the wrong people. No, no, no. That's not what I mean. So we, now from here we see that healing only comes from the presence of the Lord. And therefore tonight we are going to pray, believing God to heal the land and restore the nation. And we'll use uh, uh, two scriptures here as we pray for the nation. I told you you came to pray. So I'm just giving you nuggets that we pray together. Go to the book of Lamentations, please, with me. Lamentations 3. Let's go to verse 22. 
So Jeremiah was saying, is there no balm in Gilead? But listen to what Jeremiah says. When we are praying for the restoration of the nation, it's saying in verse 22, sorry, Lamentation says, it is because of the Lord's mercy and loving kindness that we are not consumed. I know, if God were to, to be the just, righteous judge and judge this nation according to our deeds, I don't think know where we were. The other day, I hardly watched news. The other day, I, I thought, ah, let me watch a little. I went to KTN. There was a girl of seven years who had been raped that morning and murdered. Ooh, I changed. I went to, I, uh, I don't know which other one. There was another, um, um, uh, a woman, I think, I don't know how she died in hospital, and she, she, the, her body was ex ex exhumed, if that's the right English, you English teachers. And then legs were broken, and I think she was buried in incognito. And then I changed, I, I changed, four channels, I said, God, help me. Let me pray in tongues. I don't think this will help me. So basically, it's saying, it's a, if, we, if Kenya has to be restored, it is because of the Lord's mercy and loving kindness that we are not consumed because his tender compassions fail not. I like the song, that, that song that sings that our confidence is in his faithfulness. Because if it were not for his faithfulness, David said that, had I not been expecting to see the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living, I would have fainted. However, God is saying he's still faithful. Verse 23, they are, uh, his, uh, 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 they are new every morning. Great and abundant is your stability and faithfulness. God is stable and he is faithful. So as we go to God tonight, we're, not, we're going to a God that we recognize how merciful and how faithful and how stable he is. Then 24 says, the Lord is my portion or share. Says my living being, my inner self. Therefore, we lie hope in him and wait expectantly for him. So as we are praying tonight, we are not praying from a point of de de desperation and depression. We are praying from a point of knowing what God is. Remember, we started by saying he has a divine purpose for the nation. He has allocated it and given it his, his mandate. And therefore, we are, we are asking the Lord, please, Lord, out of your mercies, may the mandate of this nation be restored back so that the nation can fulfill its call in the days that we are living. Amen. Then move on to Lamentations 5, and let's see verse 21. It says here, Turn us to yourself, O Lord, and we shall be turned and restored. Renew our days of old. Turn us to yourself. There is an opportunity here for us to go before God and ask him, turn the nation to yourself. Turn this nation to yourself. I remember when in my youth, when I started working, I first, first started working in, my first job was at Kenyatta Conference Center when it was, the building was owned by Ministry of Tourism. And that time there was no United Nations, so all the UN offices were there. And the meetings, the international meetings used to happen there. And 
That place was glorious. You know, you would walk in there and you're like, it's this Kenya. It was a, a new building then. And uh, I was working with a team that was tasked with organizing events and, and, and meetings. And, and I remember we would, almost every day there was an event happening and we would eat at the revolving restaurants. I don't know whether it revolves anymore. And you would sit up there at the revolving restaurant and you're having your meal here. And the, it's ro rotating, so you're seeing the high court, the president's office, the parliament. I mean, it was glamorous, glamorous city. It used to be called City in the Sun. And then you would walk across Kenyatta Avenue, Koinange Street, and the peace. And, you know, now you're looking for every opportunity not to go to town. Don't quote me. But that's what it is. I mean, we are asking the Lord, restore the glamour of this nation that has, we've heard the, the word of the prophet that Kenya is an economic hub. It will be the desire of many nations. But you can't have a desire where there is chaos. So we are believing God tonight and we are saying, turn us to yourself, O Lord. Turn the people of this nation to yourself, Go, uh, and therefore, we are believing God for godly leaders because everything rises and falls on leadership. And so we want to believe God for godly leaders, not knowledgeable leaders. Let them be equipped while they are on the job. But godliness be the key character that we are believing God for. You know, we are praying towards even what, uh, uh, the, the, whatever is happening with the BBIs and the next elections. Uh, we are not involved in politics, but we are aligning the nation to the will of God. So we are asking God for godly leaders and godly citizens. It's one thing to have godly leaders. It's another thing to rule uh, uh, lawbreakers. We don't want the people of this nation to be uh, associated with lawbreaking. So we are believing God to turn the hearts, not only of the leaders, the citizens, the foreigners, the aliens, Anybody that is living in this nation to understand that this nation has a divine mandate that we are believing God for. So we are invoking the blessing of God over the people of this nation. That their minds, their hearts are turned to God. Then their actions, their characters will be like the character of God. And so tonight we want to believe God that there is restoration for the nation. Matthew 13, 15. Pastor touched this on, uh, uh, spoke a lot on Matthew 13. And this uh, one statement he made stood out that <laughs> there is willful blindness. Blindness is willful. It's not like there are some people who are chosen to have eyes that see and others, they, have, they are left at the mercy of the faith. It's not faith. Blindness is willful. Therefore, as we are praying tonight, we want to pray for willingness over the leaders of the nation to be willing to honor God in this nation. Because some is not, majority is not that they don't know about God. It's willful disobedience. So we are praying for willingness for them to see and to hear and to turn to God that there may be healing in the nation. So we are casting out the uh, rebellion. 
the prayer that Pastor Carla uh, uh, likes, uh, tells us to pray. Where you are not willing, ask God to make you willing. So that we together walking in the same direction. And so as we pray tonight, brethren, let's pray with, uh, uh, of course, uh, Romans 8.26. We ask the Spirit of the Lord to help us. It's the Spirit of God that helps us to pray as we ought to. There is a prayer that we make that is the prayer that we ought to. There is your will. There is God's will. There is your plan. There is God's plan. There is your prayer, but there is God's prayer. Amen. You can pray 20 hours your prayer. We let happen if it is not prayed according to the will of God. No, because the one you are asking to pray, he's already decided what he wants. And that's why he calls us able ministers together with him. The Holy Spirit comes to help us in our weaknesses. So we are not just praying what we think, but we are praying what God wants prayed for the nation. Therefore, in spiritual prayers, we allow him to pray his will because his will establishes his plan. We are believing God for the plan of God to be established in Kenya. So we pray by the Holy Spirit. We pray God's will because God's will will establish God's plan for the nation. Finally, Psalms 32, 8, as you prepare to, to pray tonight. Psalms 32... Let me read verse 8. It's a scripture I like praying with a lot also. It says that I, the Lord, will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you with my eye upon you. Verse 9 says, Be not like the horse or the mule, which lack understanding, which must have their mouths held firm, with beat and bridle, or else they will not come with me. So as we are praying for the nation of Kenya, please, we want to pray that the Lord instructs his people. But, and you know, God is more than willing. In fact, he desires that the nation will hear him because he's already, he has already set in motion everything. It's ready and set and completed. So if the nation can hear him, then we walk an, uh, in his instructions, then Kenya becomes the most beautiful nation that perpetuates the gospel of, of, of the kingdom of God. And he's saying that, do not be like the, ho the horse or the mule. You know, if you're, if you're called to the kingdom of God or to the ways of God, I find it strange that you have to be begged to do. You know, it's like you are a mule. Do you not understand who you're serving? You're serving the king of kings. There's a series I like listening over and over from one of my uh, several uh, men of God that I like to preach. It's, it's a 14 set CDs that he talks about graces and places. And one thing he emphasizes a lot is Faithful in the little things. He said that when I was called, where, wherever, where he was trained by his spiritual father, I think was um, Kenneth Hagin. He said, the Lord told me, 
I've sent you there to learn and to help. I didn't send you there to correct and to complicate. <laughs> and the Lord, yeah, he said, and the Lord, and he, he said, I remember one time we are in their house and we were peeling tomatoes. And uh, the man, the, I think the wife of the man of God told, told them, he said, me and my wife, we peeled tomatoes all our lives. We, but when the wife said, don't peel them that way, peel them this way. And they look at each other, and he wanted to ask, he knew how to peel tomatoes. And the Lord right there spoke to him. He said, they are not your tomatoes. They are his tomatoes. Remember, I sent you here to learn and to help. I didn't send you here to judge and to complicate. And he said, right there, <laughs> he said, God kept telling me, faithful in the little things. They may not make sense to you, but those little things. So that's what we are praying here. May we not have leaders and citizens that have to be pulled like the horse or the mule because they are not willing. So we are believing God for willingness of the hearts of the people to turn to God that this nation may be restored, brethren. Amen. So I'll ask you to stand as we pray together tonight. We are going to pray in tongues because that's the, it's, it's the spirit of the Lord know, who knows the will of God. And we've, uh, the Bible has reminded us here very clearly that there is our prayer and his prayer. Tonight we want to pray for the nation God's prayer. Because there are intricacies of this nation that even if we were to articulate them in our language, we don't know. We see things happening. We don't know the, in, uh, the intricate depths of what, why they are happening. So tonight we are going to believe God as we make uh, prayers together and believe God that our confessions of faith and declarations of the Spirit are making an impact somewhere. Amen. Amen. Father, we thank you tonight. We bless you, Lord. We come in before you asking you to instruct our hearts, O oh God. We're releasing our tongues for the Master's use. We are yielding ourselves to the work of the Holy Spirit. The Bible tells us clearly, it is the spirit that gives life. The flesh profits nothing, O oh God. So we lay hold of our minds in the name of Jesus. And we conform our thoughts, O oh God, to the will of God tonight. Our desire is to pray for the nation. Is to set the pace of the nation in the direction of the honor and the fear of God. And so, our Father, tonight we yield to the leadership of your Holy Spirit in praying articulately as the Spirit of the Lord helps us pray. We confess tonight, O oh God, that without your aid, we can only go so far. But with your aid, O oh Lord, we have unlimited flow of your Spirit that is bubbling out of our, our bellies tonight, O oh God. And we are decreeing and we are declaring the will of God over the nation of Kenya. Let's Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. 
we give you praise and we give you glory. Yes, Lord. We acknowledge you as God of our lives. We acknowledge you that this far we have come individually, as family, and even as a nation, you have brought us. We acknowledge that every little thing we have, you've given unto us by your grace. We acknowledge that where we are going, you will take us by your grace. We acknowledge you as God over us. And Lord, we thank you and we glorify your name this evening. We give you praise and we give you glory. Thank you for your word that has gone forth. Thank you for your servant who has reminded us according to your word in Lamentations chapter 3 verses 22 to 23. It is of the Lord's mercies that we are not consumed. For your compassions fail not. They are new every morning. Great is thy faithfulness, O God. And Lord, we want to thank you because we have seen your faithfulness over Kenya. You have shepherded us. You have brought us this far, O God. That you enabled us even to celebrate the 58th Madaraka Day. And we say thank you. We say blessed be your name. We say honor and glory return to you in the name of Jesus Christ. This evening we commit our leaders before you. We commit our president. We commit his cabinet. We commit the 47 governors of every county. We commit every leader in whatever level or capacity. We pray for them that Lord your spirit will be upon them. That Lord your guidance will be upon them. The Bible says the heart of every king is in the hands of God and he turns it in whatever direction he pleases. We pray, oh God, that by your spirit you will turn the heart of our leaders to favor your cause. That you will turn their hearts towards peace. You will turn their hearts towards reconciliation. You will turn their hearts towards development. You will turn their hearts towards progress, oh God to the glory and to the honor of your holy name. We thank you for your servants. We thank you for teachers. We thank you for pastors. We thank you for evangelists. We thank you for prophets. We thank you for apostles. We thank you for church elders. We thank you for ushers. We thank you for all the workers that minister to your people before you. We pray, oh God, that your grace will continue to be upon them that you meet them at their point of needs that you strengthen they that are feeling weak and like giving up we pray that a new impartation this evening that you will impart new lives into their hearts by the power of your Holy Spirit and they will continue shepherding your people and declaring your word not that which people want to hear but that which you have put in their hearts by your Holy Spirit in the name of Jesus Christ And Lord, we continue to pray. We pray for our nation. We pray for stability. Because it is in stability that there is progress. We pray for a stable economy. We pray for progress. We pray for our infrastructure. That it will open up the country. We pray for job opportunities. Job opportunities for the youth. Job opportunities for the adults. We pray for remuneration even for the elders that Lord you will progress us to a level that we can take care of our senior population and we can avail jobs to our youth and we can provide business opportunity even to our middle aged men and women 
to the glory and honor of your name that we will prosper in this nation that we will increase the productions of goods and services yes, that Kenya will prosper yes. in the name of Jesus Christ yes, and Lord we thank you because you have, you have spoken before even through your prophets that this is an economic hub we pray that you empower Kenya to achieve to achieve this goal to achieve this vision oh God that Kenya will be prosperous in this region of the world in Africa and even the entire parts of the world Kenya will be known as an economic hub a place of business a place of growth a place of progress a place of productivity a place of innovations and creativity a place of progress to the glory and to the honor of your holy name we thank you Lord we give you praise and we give you glory we pray for they that are lost in sin we pray for they that are lost in traditions and customs of men we pray for they that are lost lost in drug abuse and yes. alcohol abuse yes. we pray for they that are lost in sexual promiscuity yes, we pray that Lord your conviction yes. the conviction of the Holy Ghost will rest upon them heavily and will draw them from the kingdom of darkness and usher them into your marvelous light we pray oh God that their names will be erased from the book of damnation and that their names will be written in the Lamb's book of life so that Lord when you come in your glory we shall be worthy of your coming we shall be worthy of your coming and in the marriage feast of the Lamb we shall be partakers together with you that Lord when you are revealed we shall not be ashamed of your coming because Lord we shall be living right and ready and prepared to be able to be with you in glory we give you praise and we give you glory we remember they that are sick we pray that you raise them from the beds of affliction we pray that you strengthen their joints their bones you strengthen their their hearts you strengthen you 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 I, we pray that you blow a new lease of life into their beings in the name of Jesus and that Lord you raise them from the beds of affliction in the name of the Lord and heal their bodies oh God and restore their strength oh God and that Lord they will them the their mouths will be full of the testimonies of your healing power over their lives and the Lord they will testify of your healing power and the Lord they will live lives that are pleasing unto you we pray for your healing in the name of Jesus Christ thank you heavenly father thank you heavenly father thank you heavenly father thank you heavenly father the Bible says in Psalms 103 verses 19 downwards that you have established the heavens. You have established your heavens high above. You have established it high above and your kingdom ruleth over all the earth. Bless the Lord Jesus, angels who, who obey his command and do the bidding of his will. Thank you Lord even as we have declared in tongues the angels of our covenant swing into action to bring those words to pass in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. May your glory fill our lives. May your countenance shine upon us. May everything we touch to do prosper. In the name of Jesus, connect us divinely to men and women of destiny. Lead us in the way that we should go. May we hear a voice behind us saying, This is the way, walk in it. 
you have said in your word that as many as are led by the spirit of God they are sons of the living God we pray that you lead us by your spirit we pray that you order our steps we pray that you open our eyes even as we were taught by our pastor on Sunday that we may behold wondrous things in your word we pray that you remove every veil that hinders your people from seeing your glory the Bible says in 2 Corinthians 4 3 if our gospel is hid it is only here today that are perishing for the God of this one has blinded the minds of men lest the glorious light of the gospel should shine upon them Lord we thank you for your light 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 we thank you for the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you that the eyes of our understanding are enlightened oh God that we grow in you that we grow spiritually that we advance that we increase that we progress that we shepherd souls for you that we preach the gospel and expand your kingdom to the glory and to the honor of your holy name we thank you and we give you glory may your countenance shine upon us may your glory be upon us may whatever we touch to do prosper for you are God and besides thee there is no other our hope is in thee our eyes are on thee we count on you we fix our eyes on you order our steps lead us in the way everlasting show us your way oh God continue to teach us through your word the Bible says in Psalms 119 verses 130 the entrance of the word of God bringeth forth light and understanding we pray that even for our pastors as they prepare you will enlighten them they will feed us of your word your word will be a light and a lamp your word, your word will guide us and lead us in the way that we should go we give you praise and we give you glory you have said in Revelation 1 5 and of Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the prince of the kings of the earth and the first begotten of the dead you have loved us and washed us from our sins in your blood we soak ourselves into the blood of Jesus we soak ourselves into the blood of Jesus we soak ourselves into the blood of Jesus and Lord we thank you we thank you way in advance that you have heard our prayers and that you have answered and we give you thanks and we give you glory it's in Jesus name I do pray and believe Amen Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you, Joshua. Thank you for such a powerful declaration of the will of God for the nation. And Father, we thank you tonight. We bring our offerings of praise to you. Our seeds of love to you, O oh God. You first loved us and you gave us the ultimate. Lord, we withhold nothing from you. So the seeds that we sow into your kingdom tonight, O oh Lord, is our way of saying we recognize that without you, O oh Lord, we have nothing. And everything we have is what you've given of us, O oh God. We give it willingly. We give it joyfully, O oh God. We give it to advance your kingdom. We give it in trust, O oh Lord, our God, that you've already made a path for us, O oh Lord, to continue being 
provided and given all that we require for our future. Our future is in you, O oh Lord. This is how good you are to us, O oh Father. You will not allow voids to come into our lives. You've already cocooned us, O oh Lord, rear-guarded us, under-guarded us, front-guarded us, side-guarded us, under-guarded us with your love and your grace and the powerful blood of Jesus that as we leave this place to go home tonight, O oh God, to our dwelling place, we know we are secure, O oh Lord, because the angels of our covenant watch over us. The blood of Jesus has made a way for us. We declare swift transition of your people, Lord, and easy transition to their homes tonight, O oh God. We rest in peace and rise up tomorrow, God, ready to build the kingdom of God. We belong to the company of the willing workers, the willing ministers, the willing laborers of the kingdom of God, because your word is telling us the harvest is plenteous. This is not our time of withdrawing. This is our time of accelerating the giftings and the callings of God that are without repentance. So we declare increase and progress because you're showing us your glory, O oh God. We seek to know you and to understand your will, even for the future. We thank you. We bless you tonight. In Jesus' name.